Ever thought about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Maverick Mondays. I'm your host, Maverick Peters. It is my intention to change your Mondays, to change your week, and to change your life. One episode, one Monday at a time, here on the Maverick Mondays podcast. I've had the incredible opportunity to sit down with some pretty fantastic people. The individuals who are successful at what they do or are extremely positive-minded in the way they live their daily lives Those are the people we will be hearing from on this show. Stay tuned for today's guest. Our guest today on the Maverick Mondays podcast is Hillary Bennett. Hillary is all the way from the state of Oregon. Hillary is a mindset and accountability coach. She helps mompreneurs grow their business without growing their to-do lists. Hillary helps motivate mompreneurs on focusing on the right goals to find flexibility and freedom while increasing impact and income. Hillary herself is a mom of two, and she has 12 years of experience at a global Fortune 50 company. Hillary, welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, Maverick. Thank you. So I am first a mom and a wife. Um, I say first mostly because that's what takes up most of my time. I have two little kiddos, a three-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl. And my journey in motherhood sort of, well, not even sort of, truly changed how I understood myself and who I was. And so uh, becoming aware of that journey has kind of led me to what I'm doing now, which is helping other moms share their gifts with the world through entrepreneurship. That's incredible. So you were able to take what you do in the professional world and have this sweet harmony, this sweet blend with, you know, your life as a mother. Oh my gosh. Yes. That is exactly why I decided that I wasn't satisfied with the normal options that are presented to moms that you can either be a stay at home mom or a working mom, working mom, meaning I'm working for someone else Monday through Friday, nine to five. And it didn't allow me to be professionally and personally fulfilled while being fulfilled as a mom. And so I decided to call the shots on my own and leave my nine to five to start my own special way of getting that personal professional fulfillment that wouldn't take away from my ability to spend time and be with my family. Absolutely. So first, tell us what what is it that you do in the professional world? I know that you you graduated from the University of Seattle and you have 12 years of experience at a global Fortune 50 company. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, you know, growing up when people asked me what I wanted to do um, as an adult, I would always say, I want to be a business manager. And if you can imagine a seven-year-old saying that, it really is 
hilarious and like, gosh, he doesn't have much imagination. <laughs> but um, the truth of the matter is I looked up to my dad so much and he was in management in a corporation. He had been with the company his entire career for 47 years when he retired. And I wanted to be just like him. And so sure, I said I wanted to be a business manager. And when I graduated from college, I got what I thought was my dream job. And it was an amazing rotation program at this global company. And I learned so much. And I got so many wonderful, amazing experiences. But then after I had my first kiddo, about eight years into my tenure there, it started to feel like it wasn't quite a fit anymore. And that discomfort and that feeling like my values no longer aligned with the values of my job was really unsettling. And that's what really kickstarted my journey to becoming a mompreneur. And the beautiful thing was, I had all of this amazing business experience from this amazing career. And so when I went and got my coaching certification to really turn what natural gifts of mine would be empathy and connection, I was able to hone those with my coach training. And when I combined that with my business experience, I was like, oh my, I could really help people with this. And um, that started to light me up in a way that I hadn't been since really those first few years out of college when you know, at that time I was following my dreams, but the fact of the matter is my dreams shifted. Absolutely. And it can definitely do that, you know, throughout life with each stage, with each chapter that we pass, you know, your, your goal and your dream can change. It can expand. It can grow. It can completely Mm -hmm. change. So absolutely. Was there a defining moment? Was there an aha moment that you can remember when you were like, I gotta, I gotta leave this. I gotta go, go pursue my, my new dream. You know, there were so many little aha moments that built on each other, but one moment that I will never forget. And it's funny because I was a part of the human resources organization and I did employee development. So in that role, I facilitated professional development events for employees all across the country. And I did values exercises all the time. Let's start with the core values exercise. Well, Shortly after returning to work after one of my maternity leaves, the tables were turned and I was asked to do a core values exercise. And I was thinking, I've done these a hundred times before. Okay, like, let's just get this over with. And what happened was my core values had completely shifted from what they were before I had kids. And that was a huge shock to me because I realized that I had changed so much And what I needed to do is get to know who Hillary 2.0 was because I wasn't the same person I was before I had kids. What were some of the core values that you held true to yourself before having children? And then with this Hillary 2.0, what did your core values change into? The biggest ones that shifted, because I did have some that stayed the same. For me, faith has always been at the top of my list. It was before kids and it is today. But the ones that really shifted for me was before I had kids, success and recognition was a part of my core values. I was really ambitious and I wanted more, 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 and I wanted people to see me succeed. After having kids, those probably went to the bottom of my list and instead family and rest 
<laughs> um, came up into my top five. And it was because I realized the value of being present in the moment and enjoying the gift that family was. And not that I didn't do that before, but it was not my priority before. And so those were the major shifts that I saw. When you made this shift, right, when you when you realized your goal and your dreams are now changing and you took the step and you left that situation to a, a new situation with brighter, greener pastures, tell us what you do. Tell us how you inspire people uh, personally, um, publicly. Well, I have to say that the journey was a long one. So that aha moment came in the fall of 2015, and it wasn't until December of 2018 that I even decided I wanted to pursue something as a coach. So three years of indulging in every single self-help, personal development book, podcast, and interview I could get my hands on to even come to the realization of, I think this is what I want to do. So it sounds like it was quick and easy. And in this one moment, I had this new understanding and awareness of who I was and what I wanted to do. But the reality was, it was a difficult, sometimes hard fought journey. And even when I had that realization that I wanted to be a coach, and that I thought that's how I could make my impact on the world, the decision to leave the security of my corporate life was exceedingly difficult. But at the end of the day, what I really wanted to do was to help others share their gifts with the world. And I knew that I could do that as a coach. And I did not feel like I could do that in my corporate position. And so that's really the core of everything I've done is that I want to help moms share their gifts with the world. And in the coaching that I do now, I help them do that through entrepreneurship. But what I base my coaching on is this idea of mindset and accountability. And in the intro, you know, you mentioned I'm a mindset and accountability coach. Um, so the mindset piece is I always want my clients to start from a strong foundation of alignment, understanding who they are, what they want, and what's important to them, really having them make sure that they have that understanding that I gained over those three years but making that process a lot faster and easier for them. Because if you don't have that, you can achieve unbelievable success and still not be fulfilled. And we see that all the time. People can make lots of money. People can get lots of clients and grow, grow, grow. But if that growth and that success isn't in alignment with who they are and what they want and where they want to go, that fulfillment they're searching for won't come. So that is something I talk about a lot, and I do um, talk all the time about different mindsets to be able to have a strong, positive mindset to enter into whatever we're doing. And a lot of that, a lot of times, that is business growth, but it's also about knowing oneself and acknowledging and loving what you find there. On the flip side of that is the accountability, and this is where my business experience. Um, really comes into play because I want to help people stop doing all the things and start doing the right things. And I got that 
experience from trying to build my own business, listening to everything that all the experts had to say, and nearly landing myself in burnout as a mompreneur, which the whole purpose, well, not the whole purpose, but a big purpose as to why I wanted to go into business for myself was to avoid burnout in the first place so I could be a present mom. But by trying to implement all of, you know, the top five things you have to do when starting a business and the top three things you need to do as an entrepreneur, I was driving myself crazy. And I realized that I needed to get specific about what I needed to do to move the needle in the direction I wanted to go. And that's kind of where I stopped doing all the things and started getting super clear on the right things and holding myself accountable to that. When I started doing that, my business took off. And so once with my clients, I help them get the mindset, we start moving down that accountability route and they are able to get clarity and start moving on their goals faster than they thought possible. And it is amazing to see them take off. You mentioned achieving success and not being fulfilled is so common and so frequent and such a shame. What would you say is the first step to achieving to learn who who are we as an individual and what do we want? What's that first step? There are two things that I have every single client do. And one is that core values exercise. Going back to that aha moment I had, I think that it's worth the five to 10 minutes that it could take. The second thing is an exercise I call dreamscaping. And that is to take some time to get quiet with yourself I recommend pen and paper journaling if possible and start to imagine what your ideal existence would look like and really to push yourself to dream bigger than you feel like you're allowed to dream because just like we are told we should spend within our means, we have been socialized to dream within our means. And when we do that, we're holding ourselves back. So by giving yourself permission to wildly dream about what you could never believe is possible, but have a yearning somewhere in your heart or soul for, you start to tap into some really beautiful things that you might never have even realized before. And when you combine the awareness of these two exercises, knowing what your core values are, what's most important to you, and now understanding what your body, mind, and soul's deepest dreams and desires are, that is an amazing start towards something fantastic. You know, it's so important, and you really try and talk about this and help help other people understand this, to stop doing everything and start doing the right things. Could you compare that to not saying yes to everything and spreading yourself too thin? Absolutely. Learning how to say no is definitely part of that. And a great example is And I actually did this with myself just a little while ago. I was putting blog posts out twice a week and I was talking with my coach and she said, Hillary, when was the last time you read a blog post from start to finish? And I thought, probably before my daughter was born, because I just don't have time to do that. She said, so why, if you're trying to reach other moms, are you spending hours every week with a blog? And I had to end up saying no to the blog. And it was hard for me to do because I had invested two years into creating this this blog full of content, full of my heart and my feelings and my advice. And I needed to walk away. And that was difficult. 
But the amazing thing about saying no to the blog is then I was able to say yes to something else that aligned better with who I was today and what would resonate with my ideal client. And so that's just one example of when you say like, stop doing all the things and start doing the right things. It can open amazing doors. Saying no to all the things, saying yes to the right things opens amazing doors. I want to tell you guys about my friends at Rue Badler Sports in Solon, Ohio. The guys at Rue Badlers bring passion and efficiency to the world that is custom sporting goods. They specialize in custom jerseys, team orders, online web stores, and now face masks. With the ever-growing advancements in technology, it's about time the sporting goods industry does so as well, making it as seamless as possible. They work to create a highly efficient way of connecting athletes, coaches, and all you soccer moms out there with top-notch spirit wear. Let their team help your team take the stress out of the clothing part so you can focus more on performing your best. Call them today at 440-248-4668. Mention my name, Maverick, and see how you can save on your very first order. So your particular crowd, um, the people that you really focus on, are mothers, obviously. I'll never have such a privilege of being a mother myself. You know, I, I can understand that there's a huge amount of responsibility and, you know, occasional pressure and stress that comes along with it. How do you feel about the today's standards, right? We live in 2020 um, in the United States where it's very, very common for a mother of one or multiple children to also work, to also have a full-time job. And when you coin the term mompreneur, how do you feel about the stigma that might be present for those moms who feel that it's just too much to work, to hold a full-time job, to chase other dreams while chasing the dream of raising a beautiful family? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a whole deal and it is a real thing. And as far as we've come in terms of the social expectations of gender norms in the household, the data still says that women are primarily responsible for household duties and raising children, even when they work outside of the home the same or more hours than their male partner. So the burden of raising the family and keeping the home and now working is a lot. And it can be very, very overwhelming. And I think it does lead to so many women who are working outside of the home, ending up with autoimmune issues, anxiety, uh, burnout, all of these things that are really plaguing us in this time in history. And for me, that's why I'm so passionate about helping mompreneurs succeed, because by starting your own business, you're able to set some of the rules. And you can set your business schedule, your business priorities in such a way that hopefully, if you do it intentionally, Uh, with awareness will prevent that kind of burnout from happening and help with the burden that you're carrying with your family and your home as well. Um, It's a balancing act. I'm not here to say that mompreneurship is easy. It is not. And sometimes it sure is harder than having a job in which you're working for someone else. But it does give you that flexibility so that it feels like less of a juggle and more of a balance. 
And for those who it benefits, the struggle definitely produces, you know, fruitful results. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's, I think that's with anything that you put your heart and soul into, but for me and for so many of the amazing women that I've been able to come alongside and witness their journeys, um, at the end of the day, it really is worth it. Would you recommend to a mother who is, um, you know, she might be doing a beautiful job raising a family and being the mother figure, but who feels like she's missing something in life, would you recommend that she dives into a a work project and try and become a mompreneur? I think that really depends on what lights her up and gets her excited because sometimes all you need is something little extra. You don't, you don't need this full professional adventure of starting your own company to feel fulfilled more holistically in your life and not just in your mom life. But for someone who For those ladies out there that you're like, gosh, I just can't be a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) I need to work, but working for someone else isn't working for me. So I guess I'll be a stay-at-home mom. That mom, I think, should definitely look into, okay, what is the option C? Option A isn't working for you. Option B is not working for you. Let's look into option C and how can you? Share your gifts with the world, those gifts that you have outside of being a mom, because there is amazing fulfillment on the other side, but it's not necessarily for everyone. And I know that there are some incredible moms out there that are truly fulfilled by being a stay-at-home mom, or they do really enjoy working for someone else because their values are aligned with the mission and vision of that organization. Um, And so... It just depends. And that's why I do think it's so important to take that time to get to know yourself after motherhood so that you can make those decisions wisely and really get the most out of life. You know, with all of this experience behind you, with everything that you do to inspire people, to motivate mothers, how do you handle a Monday? And when I say Monday, you know, it's it's in quotes. How do you handle a day when it's still quarantine? for COVID-19 or it's raining outside or it's just, it's not your day. You wake up on the wrong side of the side of the bed. How do you handle those days? Is there anything you do in, in particular? Yeah. So many people have heard of the miracle morning um, by Hal Elrod. And years ago when my kids were still babies, I read that book. It's a quick read. And I read that book and was so inspired to get up ahead of my kids and really start the day with intention. And I wanted all of these amazing things that he said would come to me after setting a routine. And the fact of the matter is, as a young mom, you're already pretty short on sleep. So to get up an hour or so ahead of your kiddos, that is a difficult thing to do. And it didn't really work for me. And so I tried it. It didn't work. And I went back to getting up when my kids got up. Recently, in the last year, I've decided, you know, I don't need to just take what someone else says works for them. I'm going to make it mine, kind of going back to stop doing all the things and start doing the right thing. The right thing for me was a mini morning routine. So not quite as elaborate as some people and definitely not as elaborate as what's discussed in the Miracle Morning. But for me, I wake up. I do a really quick guided meditation in bed. I found one that it's like, feel free to stay lying down in the comfort of your bed. And I thought that's the one for me. (laughs) I do a little bit of physical activity and then I get dressed and ready for the day. 
I only have to wake up an hour ahead of my kids. But in that hour, I'm also getting dressed so that I am ready to do school drop off or hop on the Zoom meeting or what have you. And it has made a huge difference in my life. And so that is one of the recommendations I would give to really anybody, but especially a mom, waking up ahead of your kids to start your day off right is a great thing to do. But figure out what you need in order to achieve the desired state you want. So if you want to start the day ready to go and energized, figure out what helps you get into that headspace. If you want to start your day at peace and calm, that's probably something different than your friend who wants to start like really raring to go and energized. And so taking that time to understand how is it that I want to start my day and how do I want to feel? And then what activities can help me get there? Um, And then you can kind of figure out your own mini morning routine too. That's incredible. Hillary Bennett, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Oh, thank you, Maverick. It was so much fun chatting with you today. Something that really struck me from my conversation with Hillary in in this episode of the Maverick Mondays podcast is when she said, stop doing everything and start doing the right things. I can't even tell you how many times in my own personal life I found myself saying yes to everything, not wanting to let people down. And so I would say yes, I would commit myself to everything, big things and little things. And so I would spread myself thin. And Hillary has learned and Hillary teaches others how it's important to say no and how to select the proper things in your life. Not to do everything, but to do the right things. 